0: Hey everybody, there are on YouTube. Uh, we are with Extra Inc. And today we're gonna to talk about uh, issues for freelancers moving into the 2020s. So I am DLKR and I handle the international marketing and communications on behalf of Extra Inc. And this is my colleague, Naya, and he is handling the operations for uh, client services So, uh, thanks for your time, Naoya. Thanks for having me. And I think we're going to have a good discussion today uh, about the issues which freelancers will be facing and how the market is shaping up Mm -hmm. as we move into the 2020s. -hmm. So I'm going to ask you some questions and uh, we can perhaps get into some of the topics as we move along. Sure. But before we start, uh, let's give a bit of background. So first, we're actually here in Tokyo, Japan of all places. Uh, Square Extra is headquartered and the office is in central Tokyo. And I've been here in Japan for about 22 years and I'm specialized in marketing and online communications. I've been involved in online freelancing uh, or mainly as a buyer of services actually on the client side uh, for many years and have um, been excited to get on board and help out the team here which is running two uh, freelancing platforms, one which is uh, a general marketplace and another which is specific for translation. So we'll leave links to those in the uh, footer in the description for you. Um, so now, yeah, how about uh, just a brief background for the, the viewers uh, on yourself and uh, what you're doing here at Xtra Inc. Sure.
1: Um, well, first of all, tw- 20 years. Yeah, It's longer than my time in Japan. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so you're the Japanese person
0: but I,
1: as a foreigner I've been here longer, yeah. Brief introduction of myself, um, I am the manager of operations sections and I specialize in client services, uh, facilitating client services. And my role as a manager in the operations section is to uh, manage my co-workers uh, who run various projects from various clients, various uh, business clients. And most of the projects we do are translations and sometimes uh, research. And my team members, they're the ones structuring the project and running the project uh, for our
0: business clients. So uh, moving on to the main topic, which is online freelancing uh, as we move into the 2020s. So people who are finding work online through various sites, such as mm-hmm. the ones we operate, and working with clients remotely. I guess it's a big, broad question, but generally speaking, how do you perceive the market today for outsourcing to remote freelancers
1: online? Mm. Well, I have two main points for this. Um, the the freelance world is still new. Um, so crowdsourcing uh, was just emerging back in. 2009, I think, and it expanded in 2015, uh, our, our platform, um, Cognac or Lancers, and, uh, they became one of the uh, significant platforms in crowdsourcing. I, I think uh, one of the issues that freelancers face is the lack of security when it comes to doing full-time freelancing. So, there's no secure job uh, income, insurance issues, and there is also a lack of community. And the the lack of community, I think, is uh, a crucial one because freelancers, well, this is at least what I think, um, freelancers don't know each other. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not sure about what you think, but uh, what do you think? Obviously, there's all
0: kinds of resources online, but that doesn't break the isolation factor. So you can exchange information, but there's a limit to what you can do in terms of the human factor. So I would suggest freelancers find meetups in their local area, Uh, get onto meetup.com. We have organized, uh, Extra has organized some in the past and uh, we should get back into doing that but we're kind of limited by our geographical location we're here in Tokyo of all places so if you're in any major city and you search for freelancer meetup uh, just google that you'll probably find something um, in your city Mm -hmm. Um, but for more remote people people in more isolated locations they've just got to find uh, some kind of a social outlet. Somehow it doesn't necessarily have to be meeting up with other freelancers. It could just be any kind of a sport sport or a hobby. So we almost need to get out once in a while, at least once a week
1: and meet people somehow. um, That's an interesting point. Um, Well, here's a question. Uh, As much as uh, freelancers maybe crave for a community, um, I think there's difficulty in together as such community, because what, what would be the incentive for them to join a community or um, constantly interact within a community? Because uh, freelancing is just uh, broad enough. So what is that central topic that freelancers create, centralizing?
0: Well, yeah, you're right. So I mean, um, so, somebody who works doing, um, say, web development is um, encountering a lot of very different issues. To somebody who is doing translation about the only thing they have in common is that they're not physically meeting their clients face-to-face they're working online mm-hmm. uh, but even with that there are some things which are they do have in common we're gonna have to see how our community forum progresses mm-hmm. whenever you start a new uh, forum or group online uh, it's, a, it's a chicken and egg scenario so sure. everybody wants to join an empty dead group so we actually just uh, through our, uh, through the extras, freelancing platform, cognac.cc. Uh, so you were talking about facilitators? Yeah. So we found people who were um, the type of people who enjoyed chatting about different issues uh, online and just said, you know, jump into our forum and can you make one post or comment per day? And it's up to you what you talk about. and. Um, gave them a few quality guidelines so that the conversation would be
1: um, worthwhile for, for, for new people who came in. Yeah, uh, good point because I think a community really needs a face. If it's a free community where everyone can join, um, they don't have any directions, but if they can follow uh, some sort of facilitator, uh, I think it would be a bit stimulator. Yeah, so I'm, I basically fulfilled that role for this particular group. There's many others out there
0: online. Mm-hmm. One challenge we've had right now since we're headquartered in Japan, uh, most of our clients happen to be Japanese currently, although we're working to, to grow the, the cognac business internationally, is a lot of the job listings are in Japanese. So with our forum, there's a language barrier, I kind of feel reluctant to join an English language uh, forum and vice versa, so I can read and write in Japanese. but. Uh, I could join the Japanese language forum, but I just kind of just gravitate towards English language mm-hmm. forum because it's just quicker and easier. So this is uh, one thing we have to work on uh, moving forward. Maybe this will be solved by other layers in the tech stack, such as um, you know uh, online machine translations so mm-hmm. we can have a bridge between uh, people on the same forum. Mm-hmm. We're currently using a platform called Mm Minds.com which uh, I believe they do have some translation built in but of course it's machine translation so Mm -hmm. it has today it still has limitations what it can do. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, we have a starting point. Mm -hmm. So in terms of your work uh, facilitating uh, clients and freelancers working together uh, and managing the operations, what are some common misconceptions that you're coming across from new freelancers maybe they have unrealistic expectations they think they're going to sign up and then suddenly be flooded with inquiries from prestigious high quality clients with huge high paying jobs from day one (laughs) or what are they Uh, I think
1: this also goes into discussions on what makes a successful successful freelancer Mm -hmm. and one of the common things I get from um, unsuccessful not successful freelancers is that um, I'm not seeing any proposals. I'm there on platform as a client who's looking for solutions but uh, many times I see requests for instructions so I, I think a the, the common pitfall that a freelancer falls into is um, they can't come up with solutions um, that face a client, and also self-marketing that supports uh, your uh, ability of the solutions. So even if you get any solutions from the freelancers, um, you're, you're going to be worried about, um, as a client, you're going to be worried about uh, who is this person I'm talking to, um, qualifications, do, does this user have and as long as you the uh, freelancers consolidate those, those information and that kind of attitude uh, you will gain trust from your clients
0: yeah I have mm-hmm. most of my experience on freelancing platforms has been as a client actually a buyer mm-hmm. and I've probably spent around 50,000 US dollars probably s- since uh, the early 2000s. I think I first joined the Elance back around 2002 and then I used that on and off. Um, and now these days it's uh, called Upwork. They merged with another platform called Odesk uh, back in the day. And I've experienced two types of uh, hiring. One is I post a brief in the marketplace and then people bid. And then another is where I actually just buy a set service, which is available on the freelancers. Uh, profile and what I've noticed especially in the marketplace which is what you were describing is the unsuccessful freelancers Mm -hmm. so somebody will put out a brief say okay I want you to do this this and this Mm -hmm. and then if it's a popular job category in particular the freelancers they're just spamming every job they can find they've got a a ready-made template which is kind of generally outlines who they are what they offer and they'll just copy and paste that into every job within that category so, once that look generic yeah so when i see that um, they, they're not saying anything about my specific requirements so i i feel like they're not serious about getting the job uh, and then on the flip side of that sometimes i'll come across somebody who's new to the platform mm-hmm. and got no feedback from past clients mm-hmm. so they're kind of uh, when you're starting out it's like anything in any market you have To build up your track record even if you've got a lot of previous experience when you're new to a platform Mm -hmm. so they'll they'll probably try and undercut the average pricing on the job and they'll but they'll be very specific about my requirements Mm -hmm. and address it um, in a more personal tone Mm -hmm. Uh, and some of them have even gone to the trouble of recording a video speaking to me as the client and that has a lot of impact that's nice yeah it's all about um you you may feel that investing all that time in a proposal could be wasted and in terms of probability yeah there's a high chance you might lose to other mm. better qualified candidates but you will definitely stand out mm. through the noise of all these just
1: spammy template and copy pastes well yeah at the same time mm. as a client side, um, sometimes I think if I'm not giving enough, enough information, enough requirements from the client side, I think a lot of it is to do with um, maybe the user interface or um, uh, there should be a more easier way to uh, structure a request. Yeah I think, well this is an issue with any online platform. Um, there's,
0: I've used all the, the biggest ones and uh, none of them are perfect, uh, although they are quite refined and um, well put together platforms by now because they've got 10 plus years of history. And then in terms of the one that here at Extra, they're offering, that's something which has been worked on for 10 years, and, but it's, there's no end to how much it can be improved. So uh, myself as a user, I actually use it as both a freelancer and a client, and um, whenever I notice anything which is it could be improved, I'll submit an issue uh, to the development team, uh, which I think helps them a lot because they they are seeing it from the point of view of making sure that it works, it's not broken, and um, you know from a technical perspective. So yeah, it's it's important to uh, get that kind of feedback. The challenge is. Um, of users of any online service Mm -hmm. if they encounter difficulties they're not going to give feedback they're Mm -hmm. just gonna go elsewhere or they'll struggle and try and find a way around it uh, to make it work or or something Mm -hmm. yeah so what advice would you have for freelancers moving forward Um, somebody who's perhaps watching this video they're interested in starting uh, to do work as a freelancer, or maybe they have
1: already, but they want to get more work. I would highly suggest building a multiple skill set. Mm-hmm. Um, the way I would see uh, the labor market has changing shape into the future. The market is becoming more diverse with uh, very niche markets where um, freelancers may fit in. If you were to only consider markets created by uh, large corporations, um, it's pretty much the same. If freelancers could identify these niche markets and fit themselves in, this is where self-marketing comes in, um, if they could uh, somehow fit themselves in, uh, I think it would be a tight market for them,
0: for this very niche. Yeah, based on my experience working uh, and hiring a lot of freelancers for many different things, I would say yes, Um, first impressions count a lot. So Mm. if you're new to a platform, uh, you can just work with what you've got, which is try and make your profile as appealing as possible. Um, Have a good, strong uh, profile picture. If you don't want to show your real face, then come up with something creative that at least looks Uh, like you put some effort or thought into it. Um, Think about how you're going to word your profile um, and introduce yourself and your strengths and what you can offer. If English is not your first language and you're writing your English language Mm -hmm. profile, then maybe hire an editor to help you out with that. And similarly for offering uh, a set service via your profile, Mm -hmm. you gotta make that listing attractive Mm -hmm. Because at the start, you're not going to have many uh, client uh, reviews on, on your profile. Mm-hmm. So you've got to work with what you have, uh, maybe drop the pricing down a bit until you build up at least a couple of good mm-hmm. five-star reviews. And in terms of marketing, well, if you, if you don't want to set up a website, mm-hmm. uh, your own website, then you can work with, for example, on konyak.cc, uh, mm-hmm. we have web profiles. So each freelancer gets their own profile. Mm-hmm. And then if you're active on social media you know you can have consistent branding across your various profiles online mm-hmm. you don't have to go through a marketplace mm-hmm. like cognac if you've got the time you can try to uh you know contact uh, major companies
1: through their various social media yeah see that, that's what counts because um no matter how skilled you're at anything If you can't uh, communicate how good you are with your client, uh, you're not gonna get the job. And even if you're not an expert at a skill, if you can somehow communicate that you're willing to brush up, somehow uh, give service to your client in a different way other than the skill itself, uh, that's uh, something that your client will count on. Yeah, building on that, I would say to maybe
0: narrow down what you want to offer. So for example, uh, marketing and communications is the field that I'm involved in, but it's so broad and there are so many areas of specialization within that. In my case, I would tend to focus on my ability as an editor, uh, editing English language, written content, I have a lot of other things I can do beyond that and a lot of skills and knowledge, but in terms of my most, my strongest skill set, that's kind of it. So if I was to say I'm a marketing professional, that's just way too broad. Mm -hmm. Uh, Better to undersell in terms of what you can do Mm -hmm. and then surprise people later oh, and you know, add some value with your other skills and expertise. Mm -hmm. Like in my case, I have some skill when it comes to photography or editing photos, but I'm not by any means a professional photographer level or professional Photoshop guru level. But when I can bring those skills into a job, it adds value and it's a nice, pleasant surprise. Oh, okay, he's added some value with this, with the visual side of the content. For even within the, the field of translation, if you say I'm a translator of, say, Japanese to English or whatever language that may be. That's not enough nowadays. You need to say, um, within that language pair, I can do translations of uh, medical, uh, pharmaceutical documentation. Mm-hmm. And so it, it makes you easier to recommend to other people's so by word-of-mouth, which is something we don't hear a lot about with uh, online freelancers, is people will recommend to say, I had this great opportunity, great, great experience working with um, so-and-so who is uh, a master translator of romance novels mm-hmm. but i actually came up with this other job which was copywriting for our landing page and i needed somebody to do that but i had such a great working experience with this mm-hmm. freelancer so i just asked them to do this and and somebody asked me who's a good translator and mm-hmm. i said well i use them for this but they're just so good you should mm-hmm. try them out and here's their details and they're easier to remember so you, you get referrals yeah so rather than being a generic person in x field you want to narrow it down to specifically what you're best at and strongest
1: at yeah that's exactly what i meant by um, fitting into a niche market yeah and this this is uh, actually a way to secure a job for the freelancer because you're going to be trying to uh, be the only one in that market i mean there's going to be different um, areas of markets but you want to be that person where you handle this market and this market and this market and uh, be that contact, be that on with your clients.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, so to wrap up today's discussion, um, let's talk about future trends in freelance work. What do you see, when we're coming up to uh, 2020, as of the time of this recording, mm-hmm. uh, we it's in August 2019. Mm-hmm. So the next decade, the 2020s, what do you see that bringing to people who are working as freelancers
1: remotely online? Well, uh, I honestly don't know and can't tell, but um, the, the only thing I can say is that, um, I haven't seen this open over, uh, diversity. Uh, will bring a niche market so if you can remember that it might uh, freelancers might be able to fit fit themselves into a completely new market or be the only one unique freelancer in that market? I would say for freelancers to keep
0: uh, an eye on AI Mm -hmm. and what it's doing in their particular niche uh, whatever it is they're specializing in Mm -hmm. and how they can automate their own work Mm -hmm. So for example, designers or photo editing, Mm -hmm. um, there's more and more AI creeping into these uh, photo editing tools, for example. So in all different fields, AI is going to creep in and it's going to... You want to be riding the wave of automation Mm to make it accelerate and improve your work and you want to be adding value on top of that Mm -hmm. because sooner or later the clients will discover that these tools exist and they can just do it themselves. So, Yeah, you want to basically um, keep on adding value on top of that. That's one thing. The other thing is there's going to be, it's easier today than ever to build a freelance marketplace. And mm-hmm. there are more and more out there. So don't limit yourself to the biggest top three. Um, consider smaller ones like ours, um, Cognac.cc. You check that out because although it's a smaller market with fewer clients and fewer jobs, mm-hmm. you might stand out more. Uh, and there's less competition. But it's all about position. Positioning, yeah, yeah. So, um, thanks, Naui. I think it's been a productive discussion. Uh, We'll wrap it up there. Uh, And if you have any questions or comments, feel free to leave them uh, below the video. Uh, Do remember to like, share and subscribe and we will leave links to all of our social media and the
1: forum which we mentioned earlier uh, in the description below. And thank you for watching.